you know, uh, yeah, Lane Grace, he was like a ringmaster. Mm -hmm. I mean, that guy was, you know, I, I see him every once in a while. I even saw the preacher, uh, uh -huh. Forest Baptist uh -huh. Church. And we were just grinning like possum eating persimmons, <laughs> you know. Just, you know, and, and it was because of those are kind of things that you always remember mm -hmm. and never forget. But, you know, when you drive by, you see the facilities here, and you think, gosh, almighty, we were a part of that. That, that makes you feel really good. Welcome, everyone, to Bringing Kids Home, a TBHC foster care and adoption production. I'm Kristen, TBHC's Outreach and Communication Admin. We are excited you are joining us today for a special episode about the Ministry of Serving Children through TBHC. We want you to hear how you can make a difference in a child's life. Today's podcast is sponsored by Imagination Learning Center. They nurture children with a positive environment, focus on creativity, education, and self-confidence, and share our faith in God. Find out more at www.imaginationcenter.com. We are grateful to Imagination for supporting today's stories. Now stick around and hear about ordinary people doing extraordinary things to help bring kids home. Hi, this is Laurie Hendorn with PBHC Foster Care and Adoption. Today we are talking with Julie Farah and Doug Barnes um, about their experience as they did dancing with the Ellis County Stars for us this past February. Um, so just want to meet both of you real quick. Julie is our VP of the local uh, Waxahachie Chamber of Commerce and Doug is a former city councilman mayor and he's now retired but living um his life staying busy with business and and grandkids and staying out of trouble so julie uh i had approached julie um back last year as we were getting ready to to launch this uh, ask her to dance for us so julie tell me what what was it that made you, what piqued your interest in this? What made you want to participate? And uh, just tell us a little bit about that. Well, you, when you asked me, um, remember, I also work at Shelby Symmetry. I teach dance. Yes. And of course, it's exercise dance and stuff. But I initially, first of all, I'm down for anything fun. And then whenever, um, of course, it being for the kids, raising money for the kids, you know, anything like that just sounded like a great time. And then knowing that I could find a friend mm -hmm. to dance with. And then I went to the Rotary and it, I, I was like, man, I don't know who I'm going to get to dance with me. And I looked across the room and he had a halo above <laughs> his head, like an angel. And, he, and then the heavens opened up and it said, dog wants. <laughs> So I ran up to him and asked him, and he didn't even hesitate. He said yes, oh. just the same way I said yes to you. Wow. So it started out, and my first thought was, this sounds like fun. But then it's like it's a great cause. Fun without a great cause wouldn't have mattered. So mm -hmm. great cause and fun. And then asking Doug, I couldn't have asked for a better partner. Yeah, no kidding. So, it's, yeah. It's amazing. So mm -hmm. what made you want to do it? Well, <laughs> the, the initial cause was bring the kids home. Mm -hmm. Bring the kids money. And so there's so many kids now that don't have an opportunity to go to a facility like uh, Texas Baptist Home for Children. Mm -hmm. And some of those individuals uh, don't even have uh, parents or grandparents. And, 
And so when you when you're doing that, that's the cause, that's the purpose, is to help these kids have a better life and support the mechanism that you all have put together to allow them to have that better life and to succeed. And when you know that you're going to be a part of that, that makes you feel really good knowing you go out and accomplish. And I mean, dancing with Julie with all of her <laughs> talents makes dancing really enjoyable and very easy. And thank yeah. you for asking me because we had a heck of a lot of fun, mm -hmm. but it was all for a good cause. Exactly. Yeah. Well, um, so y'all's instructor was Candace Lee, right? We had the most mm -hmm. amazing instructor ever. Tell yes. me about your time with her. <laughs> what do we say? I mean, she. Damn. Well, the minute she told us what our um, what our dance was going to be, what, what's what's the kind of dance? I forget what you call it. Tango. The tango, yes. So we were already joking about doing the tango anyway, doing that that dance where you throw your arm out and stuff. And then she told us that's what it was. We just we were so excited. And I think from the very beginning we hit it off with her, and we just had so much fun. And she was open to ideas, you know, like there was something that, that we needed to change or wanted to do different. She just, she's very flexible and fun. But I think you guys ran with your um, practicing. I mean, y'all were only, y'all were only required to do like maybe six or eight. No one told or, us right no. now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but once we met Candace and we saw her enthusiasm, mm -hmm. because she was a ballet teacher and I think she danced ballet. Mm -hmm. and Personality was something that made you want to work and find. And so while we were going through and doing our routines, she was like a first sergeant, mm -hmm. you know, bring your shoulders up, put your head back, bend your back, don't bend your back. I mean, she was walking around with us as we were going through the routine. Mm -hmm. And finally, we had to say, you know, slow down a little bit because <laughs> you couldn't think, right. you know, when, what your next move was going to be. But, I mean, we just had a heck of a lot of fun. We called ourselves the Fabulous Threesome. Okay, yeah. And we've had dinner together since. And yeah, we're, we're going to have it again. Exactly. Uh, because it was, it was a uniqueness to where not only did we learn, but we had a heck of a lot of fun. And the last, a relationship. Yeah, it truly was. Mm -hmm. And the last, gosh, the last uh, three weeks, we were up there almost daily. Uh, because we wanted to, to be as good as we could mm -hmm. and still, you know, when it's fun and you're enjoying it, yeah. uh, that was the difference. And I think that's what made us enjoy what we were doing at the same time, helping to raise money for a heck of a mm -hmm. cause. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, and speaking of raising money, you guys raised close to $10,000 had we not had the technical glitches the, the day of the event, I'm sure it would have been way over that. But tell us kind of how you went about raising that much money. That was a lot. Well, I think um, there were different ways of raising it. But like some of the things that I feel like worked for us is we, we did a lot of pictures and videos and stuff mm -hmm. and lots of social media stuff, first of all. Being friends with somebody you're you're you know you're dancing with already and enjoying it, it it's just fun to post and it's fun to do those videos and those pictures 
we were doing videos just to look at our routines and our critiquing and stuff like that. But then we're like, why not just post pieces of this on here and give people little snippets of what we're doing? And that started getting the engagement up. I noticed when we started doing posting videos and stuff, people started getting excited. When are the tickets? When is this happening? What is, what's going on with this? That kind of started it. That was the early kind of attention. And then when it got down to the closer to the competition, that's when we started specifically asking people for specific for money and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we would go to business leaders around town uh, that we had relationships with. Tell them on fees for this purpose. And they were very great, gracious in their donations. Yes, they were. And then <laughs> after a while, you know, we, we get phone calls or, I mean, Julie is a master in social media. Mm -hmm. And even through, you know, her, her getting these calls, we would have individuals that would come in and ask and say, can I contribute? And we said, sure. <laughs> yeah, we yes. sure. And then after that, when we did get the contribution, she would post that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, she's just a master of social media. So it was a heck of a team effort, but it was for a good cause. And people understood that. Mm -hmm. And it was relationships that, that she and I had uh, with these business leaders, with friends, and that type family. of thing. Yeah, even family. So um, that's how we were able to accomplish it. And we had a heck of a lot of fun doing it. Sounds like, sounds like you would do it again if you had to, right? Well, and, and <laughs> let me say one thing about uh, knowing that you, you seeing what each other's, the dancers, we all looked, we could all see how much each of us had mm -hmm. raised. And, you know, Doug and I both have a little, um, I didn't realize we, we had such a competitive nature until it came down to it. And it was like, well, shoot, Doug, we got to chop, chop. We got, we, we've got some money to raise. And it made it fun, though, because all of the different dancers, we just had a good time with it. Everybody enjoyed each other and had fun bantering back and forth and giving each other a hard time and saying, oh, we don't want to let so-and-so, you better be careful, so-and-so's going to win or we, you know. I think that made it fun too, just yeah. the competition between the dancers. Yeah. It sounded like y'all had a lot of fun tonight of the event back in the green room. Yeah, I keep hearing that from different different dancers. Yeah, the green room was super. Was it? We were there about three hours before uh, that we were going to dance, mm -hmm. and we got to know each other mm -hmm. a little bit better. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were helping one another with the costumes. If there was a button missing here, and, yeah. and we had so much fun in analyzing the different costumes. Mm -hmm. uh, Josh had this <laughs> Caribbean outlook. Yeah. Oh my gosh, and that guy had this sword. I mean, it was a long, it was a regular long sword. I mean, it was hard to pick up. Yeah, it was so heavy. heavy, but he's a big guy. And so he was out there playing Zorro, you know, with that sword. <laughs> But it was a camaraderie with the dancers getting to know them, and the food was good, by yeah, yeah. yeah, it was good. So we were in and out back, and then as time approached, we were getting a little more nervous. Mm -hmm. And I think what helped was when y'all came back and, and had the interviews mm -hmm. uh, for the individuals that were coming in to watch the performances. And I think that helped us. Uh, Watching but each other. It was. It really was. And we had a heck of a lot of fun. And, you know, after it was over with, it wasn't who won. 
It was the fact that we were so successful as a group. And then to those individuals that came in, I guess we had 500 or more that night. Uh, Close to 500. And, and so, you know, they came in, time, energy, effort, money. And, and it was just a, a true team cause to accomplish that one goal. And I think because of that, we were successful in, in that effort. Yeah, it was fun, even though it was a competition. That was what was really cool about it. We knew that as we were raising more money, it was going like it was like we were all pulling together, even though we were competing as groups. It, it just made it more fun because we knew we were raising money for the kids and everything. So it was. I just think everything about it was a good experience. I don't, I don't think I don't have one bad thing to say about the whole thing. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. So, what uh, do you have any advice that you would like to give to our uh, attendees for next year? Well, just have fun and know that the cause is for the benefit of the kids. That gives you inspiration to go out and solicit dollars. But the main thing is that there's unity in a team to accomplish that one goal. And I think that gives you the esprit de corps to go out and do that. And then once you get there, uh, then there's a sense of pride of accomplishment for what you're trying to achieve. And that makes it all worthwhile. Mm -hmm. And now even, even after, been, well, not quite a year, but you run into the dancers somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you have to stop and talk, shake <laughs> hands and give the hug. You do all those kind of things. And so the camaraderie is still going on. I love that. And I think that's the benefit of being um, in the competition uh, is you have friendships. Mm -hmm. You establish that and you see that afterwards. And that's what makes it fun. So whoever the, the dancers are going to be, uh, I think they're going to enjoy the heck out of it. They know it's a good cause. They're going to have a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And when you have dancing partners, the quality is is Julie and is, I'm telling you, it, it's just a uh, super easy. Awesome. One thing I would tell the dancers to do, that I wish uh, hindsight, if we'd have known, I think securing those bigger donations up front would have been nice. Mm -hmm. And I think the smaller donations are easy to get on the back. I think we could have flipped it, like knowing what we know now. Mm -hmm. I think we could have got the bigger donations up front and because those people, the, the businesses and stuff are going to know their budget for the year anyway. So, so asking them for money isn't, it's not, um, it's not based on momentum of how, like, how everybody's doing as much as your close friends and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So getting those bigger donations on the front end and then posting on social media, show your progress, show things, keep people engaged, keep the community engaged, and then get those smaller donations as you're going up to it, getting closer again. And then the other thing is practice, practice, practice. No, you can't practice enough. If you can't do it 100 times out of 100 times perfect, then you're not ready. That's, uh, that's so true. And, and that was because of uh, not only uh, Julie and myself, but for Candace. And she was so encouraging. We were going through the routines so that we knew that each time we did the routine, it was just a tiny bit better. Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to reach that excellent concept of, of the dancing routine. And that was our esprit de corps, mm -hmm. to work a little bit harder, 
concentrate a little bit more. I mean, Candace was like their first sergeant. I mean, it was almost like, you know, you're going to succeed and we're going to help you succeed. And that was the unity that was established, I think. Well, DanceWorks is uh, volunteer to work with our dancers again this year, which okay. I'm so grateful for. And uh, just couldn't have asked for a better uh, partnership with anybody than what they gave us. So we're very blessed. And uh, Julie is going to be one of our judges this next time around. So she'll get to be a part of it from a different angle. So we're excited about it. Good for you. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway, well, thank y'all so much for being with us today. And I enjoyed visiting you again. And just wish you all the best. Thanks, Lauren. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to get in touch with today's guest or any of our previous guests, you can contact us through our email, podcast at tbhc.org. That's podcast at tbhc.org. Leave us a comment, recommend a guest to our show, and give us a five-star review wherever you listen. And don't forget to subscribe. For more information, check out our website, tbhc.org, and discover how you can participate in bringing kids home.